This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. listeners, I'm Allie and this is Quad Pro Quo. As always, I'm joined by my three co-hosts, Tammy. Hello. Matt. Hello there. And Guido. Hi. We are a weekly film podcast inspired by the quid pro quo scene in Silence of the Lambs. Each month, we pick a theme and each week, one of us picks a movie that falls into that theme. And the theme for the month of August is Tammy Appreciation Month. (gasps) Thank you. Because it's Tammy's birthday. So each of us is tasked with picking a movie we think Tammy will enjoy. I picked Feds, which got a pass all around. It's a winner. Thank you. It was a good one. And Matt? this week is Matt's pick. My movie, uh, like I said at the end of last week, it came out in 2001. It was directed by uh, Barry Levinson, who you may know. He directed uh, Rain Man, uh, Wag the Dog. Oh, good he's mo- kind of a big deal. Good Morning Vietnam. His son is the creator of Euphoria and the disgusting show on HBO starring The Wickened, the idol. The Wickened's in a show? Yeah, it's awful. Oh, it's that's just, not good. It's so gross. But I like The Wickened. Yeah, he's a terrible actor. Well, and, that's um, that tracks. Super gross. Because he's very good singing. He's such a good singer. It's starring um, Bruce Willis, who, you know, he's Bruce Willis. Die Hard, Fifth Element, Unbreakable, Sixth Sense. Bruce Willis with a ponytail. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton, Sling Blade, Armageddon, Bad Santa. Also has uh, Kate Blanchett. Or Kate married, Blanchett. Married to Angelina Jolie. Uh, Kate Blanchett. Uh, you know her from uh, Blue Jasmine, The Aviator, uh, the Lord of the Rings franchise. They were in a movie together called Pushing Tin, which has Angelina Jolie and John Cusack in it, and Kate Blanchett and Billy Bob Thornton. The, oh yeah, yeah. That, the that Costner. Was, that was uh, that no, was John Cusack. Wow. Oh. It's a, they play um, air traffic controllers. It's actually a really good movie. It's very funny. I meant Tin Cup, I guess. Sorry. You and, meant Tin Cup. And my, it's my also, uh, it also stars Troy Garrity, who's mostly known for this movie. Uh, <laughs> the Barbershop series, you know, like uh, with Ice Cube. He's also in the movie Sunshine by Danny Boyle. Good and uh, he's from the famous acting Fonda family. He's Jane Fonda's son. Oh. Hanoi Jane? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who? The guy who's the stunt the stunt driver. Oh, mm-hmm. that's Jane. Really? It's Jane Fonda's son. The dumb one. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it had a budget of seventy five million, a worldwide gross. Well, you know that went to all the actors. Yeah, that's five true. million went to Bruce Willis's hair guy. Yeah, the wigs are phenomenal in this oh movie. Oh my god! But they're um, no, not the fake ones. I mean, Bruce Willis's actual hair is very good in this. Movie. Uh, it had a worldwide gross of almost. 68 million. Ooh, I think I think it was only 41. Really? It was only 41 million in the at the in the US box office. And it is a it's at a 64% on Rotten Tomatoes as a, as a fresh movie. Wow. Um, That's not terrible. It's a fresh. It's fresh. Uh, a lot of the reviews are going like when I was looking at it and doing my research, they're like it's not Barry Levinson's worst movie, but it's also not his best. My uncle owns this little hotel on the water about 100 miles south of Acapulco. That's Mexico. Right. That's where they keep Acapulco, Terry. Buy the hotel, turn it into a nightclub, sell margaritas to the tourists. I just have one question. How do we pay for it? Well, 
They are bank robbers. Going around the room, have you seen it before? What are your thoughts about my pick? We'll start with Allie. I had seen this movie before. I watched it a lot when, uh, I guess when it was first on TV. I didn't see it in the theater because when did it come out? 2001. Okay, so I was still in high school. But I definitely watched it a lot when it was on TV. Um, I was really excited. Guido, have you seen this movie before? <laughs> I, I saw it because... Uh, you had seen it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Because uh, I uh, heard who was going to be in it and I liked the people in it. Okay. So I watched the movie and then... Years later, I had to watch it again. Okay, and now we, I, go, we, I go, to, not we go to the birthday girl. I had not seen this movie, and you know how I feel about Bruce Willis. Yeah, I totally forgot about that when I picked this movie, so I, I, I'm, I'm ready for an uphill fight here. Oh, do you not like Bruce Willis? I'm hit or miss. Is it, like, is it the Kevin Costner hatred, or is it... It's okay. Tammy, you have yelled at me. Bruce Willis has range, and he is an actor, whereas Kevin Costner plays the same fucking character in you know, every you know why, movie that he plays. You know why, I, I now that I'm thinking about it, I think I know why you're hit or miss on Bruce Willis. Why? Because like how our co-host slash your husband likes to complain about how you always subject him to this Shawshank Redemption, he always subjects you to the fifth element. That's, a pleasure to watch. That's true. That's that, probably why oh. And Die like, Hard. That and Die Hard. That might be part of it. That, I also have a... I do not like when ancient, like, men try (laughs) to be in action movies like they're in their 20s and 30s. The only guy that could do it's Arnold, right? A.K.A. Harrison Ford. (laughs) You are not Spider-Man anymore. Oh, Mm -hmm. okay. Right? Matt, please tell us about Bandits. Okay. It starts with one of the things that I actually don't like about this music movie. I don't like the music in it. I don't like the score to it. I like some Mindless of it. self-indulgence is in it, dude. Yeah, but it's also like a lot of like Bob Dylan. Bob and Dylan. When That's I a say, highlight. When I say old, yeah. when I say old Bob Dylan, I mean like he's old, not like Tambourine Man or the times they are changing. It's like when he's sitting up there, he's just like. It it we open with a bank heist. Billy Bob Thornton and Bruce Willis are holed up in the bank and they're surrounded by like the SWAT team, like people, news cameras and everything. Mm-hmm. So this clearly is like the end of the movie. And they're arguing about, like, Billy Bob Thornton and Bruce Willis are arguing about events that happened earlier in the timeline. We then cut to, we it's a flashback, we cut to prison where we learn that Bruce Willis plays a guy named Joe Blake and Billy Bob Thornton plays Terry Collins. And they're arguing about one of Terry's, like, many complaints in prison. Because <laughs> clearly Terry is, like, a neurotic, nerdy, analytical one. An OCD, or, mm-hmm. like, has lots of diseases. What I yeah. can imagine Billy Bob Thornton is like in real life is actually this character. Well, funny enough. It's like the Ditto Pokemon. Just copies everything. Billy Bob Thornton actually does have, and it's a thing that they talk about later, he does have a phobia of antique furniture, furniture in real life. <laughs> Love so they scene. so they added that to this movie when we get to that later. Um, really, I can understand that. You know, sometimes you just old chairs. I'm afraid to sit on them because I'm just afraid. I'll, oh, I'm just afraid no, I'll there's break ghosts them. in the armoire. Phobia though, not a phobia. 
the spooky ghost yeah, in the Davenport. Yeah, so, <laughs> so like Billy Bob Thornton's the the neurotic, like nerdy, like the brains of the two, apparently. Whereas Joe, our movies are so similar. Joe, yeah, it's it's it's, it's very it's, odd couple. It's another odd couple like buddy movie. Um, but Joe is like the hot tempered muscle. And if you close your eyes, you anytime he talks, you can hear Kevin Costner. Well, no. no, no, um, no. I was just going to say if I could imagine myself sleeping or being attracted to either one of them, it would be Bruce Willis. Oh my God, Matt was going to ask that question. (laughs) Oh, really? Because I. I was opposed. Which one would you want to bang? I I would pick Billy Bob Thornton. Ew! (laughs) What? The fuck? Hey, if he was good enough for Angelina Jolie, he must be a pretty good lover. He. You just think he has a big dick. That's what it is. No, I don't. I mean, I, I I've always been strangely attracted to him. Armageddon was like the starting point for me. Like I love Ugh. I love how like he seems so smart and he's weird and I feel like he's really really deranged. Wait, Billy Bob Thornton or Terry? We're talking about Terry now. Oh no, Billy Bob Thornton. No, no, Terry. Terry. I'm talking about the character Joe. I would not fuck Bruce Willis. I would still pick Terry. Over uh, so we're that. so we're going with hypothetical character, uh, the fictional characters, yes. not their okay. The oh, Joe, I would, I would the, still pick the, Terry. The cockiness of Joe and the confidence and how they break out of prison. But like, and, so punch oh, mattresses. I'm just gonna drive this car into this garage, not the, making a plan or something. The, o- the other, the other, like, yeah, that's totally not me. And so Ooh, I sorry. think that that's hot. Because the, yeah, this movie, this movie out. doesn't have like a lot of like the things that I always like to bring up. How other people were considered. There was just one originally. Um, Bruce Willis was supposed to play Terry. No. But the other actor who was supposed to play Joe backed out. Anybody want to guess who Joe was supposed to be? 2001. Wait, wait, wait. And it's not Kevin Costner, so just... Thank Mickey God. Rourke. No. Disgusting. Well, help us out. Help us out. Give, give, me, me, give us a give clue. Give us a clue. Give us yeah. a clue. He's Batman. Michael Keaton. No. Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. This don't would, hate that casting. This, I don't either. This would have been like early, you know, I this, mean, before before his health took a turn for the this worse. Would have been so. like, this would have been like... Kiss, kiss, bang, bang era. I like yes. that movie a lot. Which is really good. And he's still good looking. That. Yes. So, but uh, Kilmer backed out. So then oh, um, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis wouldn't wouldn't have been good as Terry, though. I don't know. Because he would. I think he would have. Because I, I could envision him playing the same character as like um, what he played in Death Becomes Her. That was like his only weenie role. He is like, a weenie. In like that. yeah, you, he you know he has you know he <laughs> should have picked that for you. <laughs> he does have he does have like you know he does have Two comedic Bruce chops. Willis. He was a comedian at first. Yeah, Bruce Willis was a comedian. Yeah, Die Hard was actually a tight like he was really famous for like doing that show Moonlighting. Moonlighting, Mimi loved with that Sybil Shepherd. Sybil Shepherd, and then and he did like Blind Date. Yeah, he was yeah he was originally like a stand up or like a comedic yeah, actor, and he then. Was. Die Hard happened, and he became Bruce this, Willis. But, okay. So yeah, like we were discussing before the the, the casting differences, um, Terry and Joe are like debating philosophy, like uh, like um, they're Sun talking Tzu about, or they're talking about, about the yeah Sun Tzu, and Joe is just like you know what I want to sleep in a comfortable bed tonight. So he just spur of the moment just goes up, starts talking to a guy that's working near a cement truck as they're doing construction at the prison. He's like, hey. How is this thing? Blah blah. Is it pretty easy to drive? Yeah, it's pretty easy to drive. So then he just takes the cement loader. The cement loader. He takes the funnel that the cement's coming out of, slams it into the guard, Ugh, jumps jumps into the truck, drives off with it, 
Terry's freaking out, like, oh, what's going on? And then he he runs up and jumps onto the truck. They bust out of prison like a hail of bullets. There's I a, felt real bad for that poor guy. What guy? That got smashed in the head. The worker? That. Yeah. The guard? No, yeah, it was a no, guard. It was a guard. Was a guard. Was a guard? Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I was they like, there aren't any guards around the cement truck? <laughs> there were. I feel like he didn't do anything to the, like, to the construction workers. He just beat up the guard. They escape in the cement truck, and now they're on the run because they, they drive off, and they veer down this, like, into the woods to avoid, like, police cars. Smart. They're they, very smart they, criminals. It ends up, they end up, like, riding through a backyard of all these, and Al, I even wrote down, like, Allie was like, oh, my God, that poor neighborhood. I know, I, like, I said the same thing. I was like, <laughs> judging from the sizes of those houses and those backyards, they can afford it. Yeah, they weren't they, poor, but. They have insurance. <laughs> they they uh <laughs> their grass will be so fine. so they swap cars and we kind of catch a glimpse of how these how they are like they're they're very polite criminals he just walks up he's like stop please ma'am uh-huh. we're gonna need to borrow your car you are yes would you just leave your seat, please? come on here you go very nice thank you it's a really lovely dress Thank you. Thank you. Get in the car. Okay. Don't forget your purse. Yeah. This is how you Stockholm Syndrome people. Mm -hmm. And then she gets pissed off because he drives away. Wait, what just happened? What just happened? Holy talk. Just got robbed by Mr. Nice Guy. Holy shit, my car just got stolen. And then, like, Terry's sitting there like, so here's what we got to do. We need clothes. We need this. We need, because uh, we can't be going around wearing stuff that says inmate on it. And we need money. And he's like, okay. He's <laughs> driving to the middle of the town. It's like, what are you doing? He's like, well, you said we need money. That's where all the money is. And it's a bank right there. Yeah. Oh, this was a good scene. So is that standard prison uniform, the uh, Canadian tuxedo? The dungarees? A lot of denim. A lot no. of denim, denim jackets. Well, I think it depends on, like... It was Oregon. So not according to colder. all the prison shows that I watch on I know, IMC. I, I know. But, I mean, I feel like the orange jumpsuit has... Be- I've seen khaki also. Khaki. Yeah, like beige. You just want to get, like, a onesie, yeah. you know, clearly distinct as inmate all yeah. over it. So, Joe... He grabs a highlighter while Terry is flipping out over the whole situation. He goes in and he they proceed to rob the bank with the magic marker. He puts the marker right up to the, the guard's neck. And, poor old man. Because the way that it looked, you know, it probably feeling on your neck, it feels like a barrel of a gun, especially to somebody that probably doesn't know. Yeah, but then he takes his gun, so they do get Yeah, he takes get his gun. gun. They get a gun. And they rob the bank, and then they and walk. Then he tosses the highlighter back to the security. He's like, "Buddy, line. in case you need to highlight something." He also mildly has a, a I, fucked, I fuck the shit out of me with oh. the bank teller. Yeah, girl. with the with the she one. She hands him the money, and she caresses his hand as he takes. Oh, it. I missed that part. <laughs> he stops and stares at her. She smiles, and then he literally like they caress hands, basically. Ooh, that quick, that quick. And Bruce then Willis. and then they get out. Terry's like, Terry's running oh, yeah. back. Terry's running back to the first car they stole but Bruce Willis goes and commandeers another one and since that guy was being a dickhead he gets punched he beats him up and throws him on the ground and steals his car that car by the way is a uh, PT Cruiser which yeah, I noticed is, that. is a terrible car <laughs> even I know that mm. and it was funny because when the cops did show up they thought that that 
yeah. that guy that was a dick was the one that was trying to rob the bank. Because he was shooting back. Because he fired the gun. Yes. And because um, Terry at the, dropped at it. the PT cruiser. Yeah. yeah. So again, to avoid the police, they just spur of the moment, just drive up into a random house with the garage door open. Uh, they walk inside. Rap music is playing. There are like these two kids that are like teenagers are making about, out. Yeah. Heavy petting, we'll say. Pants are unzipped. And they're like, what, who are you guys? Wait, you're lying to your parents about you're not supposed you know, yeah. about being here? And they're like, wait, what are you? What are you oh, you're convicts. It's like, no, we're not. We're bank robbers. We're bank robbers. <laughs> so they just. It's different. They're, whole, they're just staying with these two. They're hiding out there, like on the lam, getting some food. Uh, while hiding out, Joe tells Terry about his plan to buy a resort down in Mexico and they just need money. Well, how are we going to get money? Well, we are bank robbers. Very Shawshank Redemption. It's not <laughs> Shawshank. What? They escaped and they want to go to Mexico. Well, okay, that part. <laughs> well, that yeah. Part. But, uh, and Terry... They just want to get out of the country. Where's the rock hammer? And if yes. they said Canada, it would just be dumb. True. But also, like, Canada is a... Extradition. It yeah, was it's closer, extradition. though. It's America's no, but, unless it's Unless it's going to be a capital crime, then uh, Canada won't extradite. Well, they were capital crimes. They were robbing banks. No, I mean, like, a, like a uh, death penalty offense. Oh. Canada won't extradite if the death penalty is... They, they hold on to the murderers? Yeah. Nice. That's a good deal. That's a good deal. Fine. It can happen. I know that from SVU. They were in Oregon, so it would be smarter to go to Canada. It would be closer. It would be closer. Yeah, but also because the guy that, because the resort that he wants to buy is owned by his, by, is owned by Joe's uncle. Yeah. So he wants to, it's not just, he doesn't just want to get out of America and be a free man. Yeah. He wants to have a life like a... Plus, I think he could... He wants to wear a tuxedo and sell margaritas. sail into Mexico a little mm-hmm. bit easier than you could into Canada. Terry reveals his brilliant plan for robbing banks. He's like, what's the worst thing about banks? You got to worry about the people. You got to worry about the alarms. You got to worry about this. And they're like, well, yeah, that's during the day. And then also even at night, you got to worry about the security system and all that jazz. And like, so what, what are we going to do? We're going to do holidays? He's like, no, we're going to do it in the morning. We're going to rob the bank the first thing in the morning with the bank manager because we are going to go to the bank manager's house the night before, take him hostage. Sleepover. We, we bang the, the manager and then we rob the bank in the morning. The storyline is Loosely based on real life bank robbers, Ooh. Terry Lee Connor and Joseph Doherty. Oh, Many they kept wait, their names. <laughs> wait, this is loosely based on a true story. How loose? By the the process of going to the manager's house the night before, taking them hostage, and then putting them all in the room and like feeding them, giving them like drinks and stuff like like taking care so of they them. having family their dinner children spaghetti i mean this was also used in another movie like back in the 70s the friends of eddie coyle they did the same thing they predated the activities of the real life criminals this film was modeled after so the real life criminals probably got the idea from that movie yes they got and then this so, movie got it from the real life criminals so Very art, like a circle like a circle <laughs> that's funny so before they start their first heist they enlist the help of Joe's cousin Harvey, who's played by Troy Garrity. He's he he is a special individual. Just because he's wicked smart, he is a he special is a, individual. He is a he, simple he just beats fella. To his own drum, I would say he wants to be a stuntman. Yeah, and he's, he lights his, himself on fire and 
And they enlist his help. Yeah, he's an amateur stuntman, but they want to use him as a frontman for their robberies. And the thing that I guess I forgot to mention, we're getting a lot of flashbacks of like, or even flash forwards of Billy Bob and Bruce Willis, you know, Joe and Terry are talking to like this John Walsh knockoff. Because the, they're they're constantly being covered by an America's Most Wanted knockoff. With a really it was like a host. Yes. And a great house. Hi. That house is so fucking weird. So they they were talking to him it. and they're like they're like yeah yeah he's he's the front man the front man is the guy that handles all of the work beforehand they stake out the bank they get the place they get the cars we don't show up until it's time to rob the bank the front man does all the other work I feel like they picked they, the wrong front man he, oh no he reminds totally me of the guy from Rat Race the guy that, like he uh, got his tongue pierced he was he was like the brother of. But I didn't, Tom Seth Green. I didn't realize what the front man's purpose was until the explanation mm-hmm. of this movie. Oh, they right. go to embark on their first robbery. They kidnap the bank manager and his family, and they're they're like all in they're in disguises, like they're wearing funny wigs and like a mustache that's like ridiculous. <laughs> mm-hmm. The whole and, hair pieces thing is, yeah. And then once they are in the house. They're just sitting down and they're having dinner with the bank manager's family. Yeah, they're having spaghetti. Is this a spaghetti one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I take huge issue with this whole scene. The wife is freaking the fuck out. The daughters are Bruce Willis' actual daughters. Yes, those those are like, what what do I taste in there? And she's like, saffron. I'm like, no the fuck you didn't. You didn't put saffron in the spaghetti sauce. That's ridiculous. And then, and then, and then he's just like, no, you know what I like to do? I like to add sugar. It takes a fucking, who the fuck adds sugar to their goddamn red gravy? You should be dragged outside and shot. It cuts down, it cuts down on the acidity. She's like, she's like, thank you all. Plus you get the little girl going, Sugar. Is that <laughs> lots of people add sugar? They do add sugar. Lots. They of don't but, um, know your secret. You, you, you put I the know. pork chops I in know, there, honey. but and then you but cook it long you time. Train look, look, look. For for us non eye ties, us white people, you know how we like to put, we'd like to ruin things. So. You just open up a can of Prego. <laughs> those are Bruce Willis. Call he has it three a day. Daughters. Yes. Those are his yes. middle and his youngest. Those daughter. are those are uh, Bruce Willis's daughter. Um, the one. The one who did the burp yeah. was Scout Willis. Named after from, To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. And apparently that belch was real. To which then, of course, the, nice. mom, the mom was like, we have guests. Yeah, that's what I Sort guess. of. <laughs> and, the other, and the other girl is uh, his daughter, Tallulah. Tallulah. So they go, they go to rob the bank. It goes off without a hitch. You know, they get all the money. Of course, one of the issues was that they had where, where the kids had to keep going to the bathroom. And he's like, okay, uh, no more juice boxes. No more juice boxes. No more juice boxes. Oh, it's so funny. And, and I learned about the all clear. I didn't know about that. Banks. Yeah, yeah. Banks have, they do have a certain all clear because. Well, I think, was that before? Because I remember in the town when they do that first robbery mm-hmm. and Ben Affleck's asking the girl and he says, what's the, he says like, what's the timer? And she says, 8 15 he's like don't lie to me it's eight it's eight o'clock don't lie don't lie to me again so if they open the safe before eight then it'll trigger the alarm mm-hmm. but you, so back then was it different because well, there I weren't think, alarms really i mean Ooh, there there were a, i mean there were probably alarms but like that was more of a signal for like people outside like the cops outside another one is if a bank is in distress you can look they'll put the flag up or something and it'll be upside down 
Like okay. I know. I, I that's, no that's, that's a common distress signal, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, the first heist was a success, and the second part of their plan is they split up for two weeks, they go their separate ways, Bang. and then they rendezvous, they <laughs> Bang. Ra- they rendezvous at the next heist location. And, mean, and while that's happening, Billy Bob, I mean, Terry gets in one car, Joe gets in another car, Harvey gets in his beat up like suburban or whatever it was yeah i think there's a citron then we are now introduced to what we kept hearing at the beginning of the movie we kept hearing about them talking about and then we get we go to another cut of like the end of the movie i should say Mm -hmm. and they just keep saying oh you know it's all your fault because you brought in that woman typical so now we are i feel like she's worth it God damn, is she? We yeah, we're introduced to the woman, Kate Wheeler, which is funny because her name's Kate Blanchett. Stunning. Yes, just looking at her, yeah. even with that blue light refrigerator. First, I'm like, God damn, gorgeous. That's I the, love. That's the same woman from Lord of the Rings because that was like the only one I you know knew her from the, at the time. Galadriel. I loved yes. the yeah, intro scene because she's so pretty. I love a moment where a woman is singing her heart out oh, in yeah. the kitchen. Well, you know, it's not just women. because I honest, Tyler, man. Because I honestly, when I was watching it, it, it reminded me of Guido when he cooks. He's yeah. all he's all singing in there, like That's dancing true. around, bopping. Get in there? I got a beat. He's the, like, I need a hero. I, mean, I need a hero. Uh, the red hair. Uh, she, she, she should always have that. Yeah, she should She should have She should have gone like full on Amy Adams and just adopted the red hair. The flawless skin, the eye. She's stunning in this movie. Yeah. She's and, so beautiful. And the thing that uh, uh, like I commented on, because uh, as we all know, Kate Blanchett's from... She's from the UK, right? She's New Zealand. Oh, she's from New Zealand. She's a Kiwi. That's why she's in Lord of the Rings. Oh. Really? <laughs> I mean... Or she's Australian. She's she's a Kiwi, or she's Australian. I don't know which one. Yeah, but her... Amer- like, I had no idea. My apologies to Australia and New Zealand for mistaking... I I had no idea from that because oh her American her accent. American accent was again just like her face flawless 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 Stunning. no she yeah she's she, Australian I so, I loved her at the beginning of this movie so we yeah we she also you know we get this glimpse of her home life she's a like a bored unappreciated housewife she went through all that trouble to make that dinner she made a phenomenal Phenomenal meal. Yeah, you, it was you a know lot what? of food. That, that should just be the clip that you play, like where she says the where she, she says what she made. Yes, some gratin, a Florence fennel, new potatoes, clam and sorrel soup with cream and mirepoix, and stuffed quail. And it was like creme fraiche, creme fraiche, and stuffed stuffed quail, stuffed quail. Yeah, quail. And then he's and then he's like fuck. I, I've got a business meeting. I'm fucking someone else. I have a business dinner tonight. And I'm going to the gym. Hey, why what don't you take yourself to a movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, honey, why don't you take yourself to a movie? Or, that was hey, the fuck you. Why right don't there. you listen to one of these podcasts from the Deluxe Edition Network that we're going to be playing a trailer for right now? Wow, we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Don Brody, a comedian with a history degree and the host of the podcast Hilf. History I'd like to fuck. Each episode, I am joined by a new guest who has brought me a subject from history that they want to know more about. Then I hit the books, I dig deep in the annals, and stimulate. (laughs) We've covered Frankenstein, Houdini, Joan of Arc, Pompeii, the Salem Witch Trials, right? Join us and find out for yourself that history is a party 
and everybody's coming. <laughs> and we're back. Dude, I'm so chubbed up from that segue. <laughs> oh my gosh. Also, that guy who played her husband, I'm sure he plays a defense attorney on Law and Order SVU. I've seen him a bunch of times, and he's always one of those. He's like a walking ED attorney. commercial, you know? <laughs> title of the episode (laughs) so i guess yeah i guess i should say that terry's car runs out of gas while while we're introduced to kate wheeler and she's having this episode with her husband and she just goes spiraling out of you know and it in the depression, rightfully so. Listening to another Bonnie Tyler song. Yes. At first, <laughs> yes. At first we hear her listening to uh, I Need a Hero. Or holding out for a hero. Holding out for a hero. And then, and then she goes and listens to the other Bonnie Tyler song, Total Eclipse of the Heart. which she was Listen for meaning. She's having a moment. She, <laughs> she is having a moment. So, she's driving very poorly. she didn't kill anyone yet? I know. I, she, she's just like screaming. And white woman in a Benz? You can do oh whatever you want. God. Trust me, I know. The yes. eye makeup. She hit a man with her car. And they like get away with it all the time, he Tammy. out in front of her yeah, car. Yeah, he's going to steal it. He's trying to, he's going to try and steal it. Yeah. She hits Terry. Yeah. He fucked then, up. <laughs> then she hits him with, with, his, with the door when she opens it. They get Bam. away with everything. And then she she tries to take him to the hospital. He's freaking out because he thinks he's hearing voices, but it's the car's GPS. He's like, what is that? What, what is that? No, you stop right now. And he pulls his gun out. And she's like, oh, go ahead and do it. You don't know my life. Like, basically like that. While she's driving erratically. Crazy. And then she's like, oh, so uh, do you need a ride to your hideout? I'll take you. I'll take you. Where are we going? And he's I, like, I want to get out now. I feel like, like oh. he, re- he reversed right it. Now? I'm going to jump out of the... How do I unlock this? I'm going to jump out right now. But he ends up... She just doesn't let him leave. And they end up driving to the the place where uh, Harvey and Joe are... Do you mean are, the cabins from the ring? Yeah. Did you think that, Guido? <laughs> you didn't see that tree. I, I was literally was like, there's a well somewhere. This little I mean, dead Harvey, girl with black Harvey, hair. Harvey uh, set himself on fire because that's the thing he wants to keep talking about. He's like, I'm going to buy a fire suit I'm with my buy money. I'm going to buy a suit. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> he's he Bobby Boucher? He fucking sounded like it. <laughs> he's he's setting himself on fire. And Mama said, a, I'm really good at setting myself on fire. And then, and then of course. Mama said. And then, of course, we see Joe. This is part of the... Maybe this was part of the reason why I picked you this You subconsciously movie. chose this for like, Tammy? Like, I know... I, I remember she didn't like Bruce Willis, but I stuck with my guns because what is he doing? Chopping wood. <sighs> I think he should have had his shirt off. <laughs> or should he just have been wearing, like, a wife beater, like in Die Hard? And just be like... Yes, a, that would even have done it. Captain America didn't have his shirt off when he was splitting wood barehanded. Well... Well, well, I was a major difference between Chris I mean, Evans and yes, <laughs> yes, Willis. you're absolutely right. There is. Do you have videos of me splitting wood with my shirt off? Can I? I can I you don't make think these? They would be as impressive. I don't give a shit. Make them anyway. You oh, my God. make them anyway with your shirt off. Could just see him swinging that axe. It would be disgusting and phallic. And There'd be I would a lot of things swinging for those things. <laughs> I'd be nervous that something would get cut. Like, well, they're not the, that long, Allie. No, but like the effort. They're, they're nowhere near the axe. There would, there would need to be things that were would be restrained. Secured. Yes. Secured. Secured. Just, no, that's, just, part of, that's, part of, that's where the school comes in. No. You know? Just put on like two sports bras and you're fine. Just another part of my notes. Oh. 
and I know I've already said this, but I just have to keep saying it. Kate Blanchett is simply stunning. She and Joe are having this moment where he like moves her hair and he's like looking into her eyes. Just touching strangers and shit. Why was she attracted to Terry in the car? Because she at was that moment. No, because she was freaking out, and plus he had a gun on her, and she was all like freaking out about how depressed and spiraling out of control she was. Okay. But but now right. Joe is there, and he's like, "Your your one eye is your one pupil is a little bit bigger than the other one." No one ever oh, noticed that before. Let me touch your before. hair. Your bangs are in your eyes. Terry's like, "We got to get rid of her," and Joe's like, "Nah." Let's hold on to her for a little bit. He says it a few times about killing people and burying them in the woods, but I don't think he'd actually ever be able to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's his go-to. Shoot her in the head and bury her in the woods. Well, then, he knows damn well he wouldn't be burying anybody. <laughs> He's never seen a shovel. And then Terry, Terry's like, okay, fine, all right. 24 hours. We're keeping her for 24 hours on a trial basis. Like she's a pet. And, of course, he hates her, but they hit it off. Joe and Kate hit it off because... She's going to sleep on one side of the bed that they have uh, They have a curtain hanging from. I'm like, you got to be kidding. I've There's a it. hole in that sheet. I've seen it. <laughs> what are they, Mormon? They hit it off because they start reciting Bonnie Tyler lyrics to one another. Like, she starts singing it like, she's like I just don't know what to do. I'm always in the dark. Living in a better peg and giving off sparks. And, and, and the curtain comes down. And Bruce Willis is like, uh, yeah, I know that song. Everybody knows Total Eclipse of the Heart. Ultimate sappy chick song. They start making out. They proceed to... Uh, very aggressively. Tonsil hockey, for I'm sure. Pretty sh- I'm pretty sure they bang. In Me- the room where other people are. Yeah. On set. That's probably what woke up uh, Billy Bob Thornton doing the whole, Beavers and ducks! My favorite line. <laughs> Beavers and ducks? <laughs> what is he dreaming about? Apparently, it's a reference to two arch-rival college, Oregon college football teams, the Oregon State University Beavers and the University, University of Oregon, Oregon Ducks. Ducks. Yep. We cut to the next heist. They're still arguing over Kate, and he's like, Joe's like, I don't know. I'm thinking we should keep her. We should just keep her keep her around. He's like, no, there's a reason. She's going to become a missing person, and that's going to be a problem for us. And they go to the second bank manager's house. He's the guy, uh, what, he's in office space. Um, He's the jump to conclusions guy. Yes. It's a jump to to conclusions, conclusions, Matt. That's a solid joke. He's also, also, uh, he has a couple of medical issues. He's like a fainter, basically. He gets too stressed out. Like uh, one of those fainting goats. Yeah. yeah, he just faints right away because yeah. like, under high stress situations, and the wife and the wife is there to explain it, and he's just like Ugh. that. And she's she plays um, the mom in While You Were Sleeping, that Sandra uh-huh. Bullock movie. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, she's the mom. That's a good one. Yeah. So the second heist is now complete after fainting again, and blah blah blah. They go their separate ways. Uh, Kate goes with Joe. Like Harvey's like, ah, oh, I think she's a special lady, and Terry's like. Nah, she's the iceberg waiting for the Titanic. <laughs> and then we cut to the, the crime show, and what Terry said was right. She has now become like a famous missing person. Yeah. And it's tied to them. Like they're like, do they is there a correlation between them, her, and what they're now called the sleepover bandits? Uh, Terry wants to get rid of her even more, but Joe disagrees. And now Terry and Joe's identities are revealed. Right. Because they didn't, because nobody knew who they were at first. Because that's hence all the disguises and shit. But they've. Did he wear the Andy Warhol one yet? Because I really like that one. That's when they're scoping. I think they were either scoping out the this bank or it's the next bank. Oh, I like the. Oh, when he gets to the to the bank manager, he looks like Dwight Yoakam with the blonde hair, the long blonde hair that he's wearing. 
Yeah, that's that's this bank. Okay, sorry. And he does that whole thing where he's like, the the cops show up and it was like, well, where's where's Debbie? Oh, like, oh, right, right, right. She's sick. She has she has vaginitis. She has vaginitis. It's a it's a discharge. It's a vaginal discharge. It's uh, twitching uh, the whole time. It's uh, loosely related to vaginitis. And then they, <laughs> the cops just speed off because they're grossed out. I don't know what's with us with movies where tellers come in and they want to bang. A, I mean, a cops come in because they want to bang a teller. Because happens that, all the time. Having an ambulance. Yeah, having an ambulance movie. Yeah. And then some lady fists a guy. Right through his torso. Yeah. After a 10-year-old gets impaled in the first five minutes of the movie. So. <laughs> that would be so good. So at the end, also at the end of this of this robbery, uh, Harvey gets distracted by this, you know, gorgeous hitchhiking girl. We'll, we'll reveal who she is later when we actually see her. Old better. fuck boots out there. They, <laughs> and be, because he's so distracted. They lose Terry and Joe because they usually leave at the same time, like following each other. But right. they, they they run into each other, literally, because they're sitting there like, we thought we lost you. Oh, you're so cute. You're so cute. But then meanwhile, there's this truck barreling down the, you know, because they're they're side by side on a on Chicken, a, a two-lane yeah, yeah. two highway. It's supposed to be a good driver. Which mm. then causes a wreck. And luckily, there's a weird early aughts band making a video in a field music video <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure that was like collective soul or like finger 11 or something <laughs> president's the united it was abandoned nutsack <laughs> so peaches they were singing peaches <laughs> so they have to split up because of the accident the the driver of the truck called the cops so they have to split up super fast or joe's like you have to take kate get out of here get out of here i'll get the money we'll go this way you go that way so terry and Kate, they drive off. And then when they get to the new location, Terry and Kate can only get one room because of like some makeup convention, convention that's happening. I love in town. this hotel. It's so funky and weird. Didn't like, you say it was like the same one from that uh, I think it's Sandra the, Bullock, Ben Affleck movie? I think it's the same hotel from Forces of Nature. It's a good Ben Affleck, Sandra Bullock romantic comedy. I skipped that one. Oh, it's good. Oh, really? Yeah, and it doesn't end up the way you think it's going to end up. And Steve Zahn's in it, which is always, always good. Okay, you got my attention back. Does Steve uh, Zahn's in does it? Does Steve Zahn get his head cut off? No. Uh. <laughs> but it's it's good. It's it's funny and weird. And, they shared and a shoe, And Sandra man. Bullock plays like a... Like, a different character than she doesn't normally play in romantic comedies. She's like fucking weird. She's crazy. It. She's so, kind of nutty. So while they're in the room, Kate and Terry start to commiserate over their lackluster love lives. Kate Blanchett's talking about how her husband dislocated her jaw, kissing. And she can't open her mouth real wide. For big peepees. Oh! And their weird phobias. They start sharing phobias, which again, like I said earlier... Uh, Billy Bob Thornton does have a phobia of antique furniture in real life, and the producers wrote it in as part of his character. Is it because there's ghosts in it, or is it because it could break if you sat uh, on it? I think it's uh, breaking if you sit on it. That's personally what I think it is, because I do think about that when I look at old That's furniture. why I don't hold other people's babies. Like I love this scene, because I just love when they start listening to these black and white movies. I just I can't even eat in front of them. What the does that even mean? You can't eat in front of a black and white movie. Yeah, but, I, was, I was, I was like, what? Are, what? I just love the banter. It's mm-hmm. just, it's so natural. So, I thought it was so fake. But you know what that, you know what that leads to. Well, you know what that leads to. Fucking the dirties. They 
fuck. They fucked, but it's, they actually it, cut a hole in the sheet this time. <laughs> and then it, it, it's like a a, a, a a shitty montage, which again, again with the shitty choices of music in this movie. What is it? What is it? With it's U two's beautiful day. Oh, yeah, like yeah. it's like, and they're they're sitting there like they're putting Hot makeup on. They're they're like putting makeup on and giving each Face other masks. And Joe is in his uh, his hotel room beating up a mattress Working wrapped around the thing. And Kate brings her knees up to her chin to increase chances of conception. Oh my lord. That's a wrong movie. Oh, yeah. right. Sorry. They all meet up again, but Joe knows something is up. He can feel it in the force of he fucking... Can, yeah. Terry does admit to Joe that he's in love with Kate now. They start to argue over her, you know, and then she's even like, oh, you guys, uh... You want to kick my tires? Check me out, you know? Well, yeah, it's what should, presumptuous. What should we do? Flip a coin, like all that. She's like, why don't you guys just realize that I can't decide between either of you. I love you both. Very progressive. And she's like, you guys would be the perfect man if, if you, you were, were just the one same person. person. Could you imagine what that man would look like? Woof. Woof. <laughs> Buzz, Woof. your girlfriend. Woof. I also love her clothes in this movie. It probably looked like it probably looked like uh, Ray Stevenson, RSVP, that the guy that played the Punisher in Punisher Warzone. Yeah, you know, you know, that. dude. Yeah, kind of hot. So yeah, and also you know the governor from RRR. The TV show now has confirmation from that shitty music video that Kate <laughs> is in cahoots with the sleepover bandit. Well, they're saying that she's a hostage, but then they're, you're getting like the whole like Patty Hearst comparison. You hear Patty Hearst, you hear Stockholm Syndrome. Stockholm Syndrome. As in Stockholm, Finland. That's from another <laughs> Bruce Willis movie. So Joe <laughs> now is trying to trick Terry into thinking that he's dying by having a tumor, like to freak him out so he could take advantage and move him out of the picture with Kate. Susceptible. Yeah, he's super susceptible. Yeah. And then we get to the next bank heist, which unfortunately doesn't go as smoothly because now the victims know the bandits won't hurt them. So is this the last one? This no. This is this is the little old lady. This is the little old lady where she was all excited. She was like, "How? Oh, I'm a Come victim. On Come on, on in. in!" Yeah, because they're celebrities. At yeah, this point. and then yes. she she says, "I'm not opening the vault. Good manners is no excuse for breaking the law." <laughs> and also, Harvey God. almost he almost blows it again because he's chasing after the pink boots girl. He does blow it, which is now revealed because we actually get a close up of her. It is. Future Mad Men star uh, January Jones. What? Ah, I love January Jones. January Jones, the redhead. No, 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 that's Christina Hendricks. It's the blonde. That's um, she's not as talented, but still talented. Sweet. No one is as talented as Christina Hendricks. You could could see, you could see January Jones' talent somewhat displayed in X Men: First Class. So. They fire Harvey because he does almost get them caught. And also, Joe almost left Terry at the bank, but Kate convinced him to come back to get him. So <laughs> He's like comatose on the floor. <laughs> and the little old lady's like, you might want to escape now. <laughs> uh, but Harvey, he's like, no, you can't fire me. I quit. And he runs away. But he gets the girl now. And they go off to Hollywood. Oh, fuck boots? Yeah, fuck boots. And she has yeah. no lines. Yeah, the also. sun was setting. Well, she, she speaks a little bit. A little bit like, the end. She's like super into strangers, especially dumb ones that have cool cars. Yeah, because he has that sweet Mercedes. Yep. Is it a Mercedes? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. So Joe and Terry fight over Kate again in like a bar fight, basically. They throw each other out of a window onto the, uh, onto the beach. A bed of kelp. Like tough guys. <laughs> 
And Kate's like, I can't do this anymore. I love you both, but I can't do this. I can't watch you kill each other over me. She does admit that it's her fault, though. She takes responsibility mm-hmm. for it's her 100% actions. It's 100% her fault. But she leaves. Joe and Terry, they're, they're distraught, but they decide they're going to do one last big score. But they get caught because they try to tell their plan to Kate and... Kate then goes to the police because she thinks they're either going to get killed or kill each other. She'd much rather them be in jail where they're, you know, alive, which now brings us to present day or present time where like the beginning of the movie right. where they're sitting there in the bank, like arguing, they're arguing about, you know, Kate arguing about how everything went wrong. They finally have had enough of each other and they start shooting each other. This scene was where the downfall begins. Of the movie? Or of just, the movie. Oh, yeah. oh, this is the end of the movie. I know. Oh. <laughs> because we watched like two or three movies in a row. Yeah. So I was up late watching this movie and I fell asleep about, I don't know, 10 minutes before this part. I rewound it to the part where like she's professing her love for both of them and they would be the perfect men mm-hmm. if they were one man. Right. So then we get to this part and I'm like, this was a good movie until this part. I like this part. Oh <laughs> because, my god! It's cool. We it's find out. Switch. Yes. Do we not know how guns work? We they do shoot now. Each thanks other. to you, they shoot each other. Because but like, you know what's gonna? But you know what happens? I don't know what happens. But you know now. No, at the end of the movie, I know. This is the end of the movie. No, but I don't know after they shoot each other, they start shooting each other. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? What? But well, while, they're shoot- the plan. while they're shooting each other, it's all part of the plan, like an Ocean's Eleven switch- switcheroo. Double cross. It's, it's very reindeer game. Yeah. They shoot <laughs> each other in Ocean's Eleven. Okay, like she said, it's like reindeer. And what games. are these outfits? The outfits are giant outfits to hide all to the, hide the squid. To hide they, the fake. Are they like presidents of past? What presidencies? What? Oh god! That that feathery. I told you not like, to pick this movie. <laughs> the feathery. It's like a quaff. Again. Oh, they're wearing like cravats. Yes, they're wearing all Thank those you. big outfits to hide the, the numerous blood packs the in their Billy Bob their looking person. like Tom Petty hair looking motherfucker like oh, okay. love it. I right, said so Dwight Yoakam so because so, okay. while they're shooting at each other we cut to an ambulance that's sitting outside the bank and it turns out that it's Harvey and January Jones they're sitting there watching and they're firing off the squibs all part of an elaborate they remote. learned it in Hollywood yeah. yeah. No, I yeah, because he learned he learned all kinds yeah. of new tricks. He got in, in he two got weeks. the he got the timing right. Finally. Finally. They're presumed dead. They presumed killed each other because it's like the coup de gras. One of them pulled out the shotgun. And, that one was pretty. That was and, pretty cool. and blew open Billy Bob Thornton and the ambulance. The, big one. the people show up. You know the uh, the EMTs, which is Harvey and January Jones. They show up. They put them in body bags. Put them on the on the stretcher. They also hide the money that they already stole from the bank mm. on the stretcher. No one saw that though. No. All the hostages were gone by this point. They were all distracted. Really they were all distracted by the police well, all running all, in. Well, they also all ran out yeah. while they were shooting at yeah. each other. All the all they didn't the, stick yeah. around to see what happened to the dead guys. Mm-mm. The air quote dead guys. Yes, they put the dead bodies in the car. We find out that, like I said, Kate was the one that turned them in. Like saying, they're going to go rob this bank at this time. That's when they showed up. 
also the night before she was uh they um they cleared the record they cleared the story like they got the story straight they're like no nope, she was never an accomplice she was a hostage because they went to the the john walsh guy's house and they did like a really scratchy throat guy. they did like a they did an inner they did an interview with him and they're like yeah no she was just a hostage in that house that you like so i eat danger out. we had she had nothing to do with it and then she gets the reward from the, you know, from the FBI slash law, you know, and law it's enforcement. Like a million dollars. Yeah, it was a million. Point. Yeah, it was a million dollars for the two of them, dead or alive. You can buy lots so of margaritas she, and tuxedos. So she was, since she was the one that led to their capture or arrest. She gets the money. She gets the money. She loves them both. Yes. So then the movie ends. Or does it? Because also like feds, we kind of get a little stinger while the... Uh, credits are rolling. Credits are rolling. They're in Mexico. And a wedding is happening. But it's not the the three. It's the not thruple. The, it's not the thruple. Yeah, how do you even marry that? It's uh, January Jones and Harvey. Yay. At Joe and Terry and Kate's resort. And the, oh. la- and the last thing that we see is like them just standing there and she kisses the one and she kisses the other and... Happily ever after. Happily ever after. And I thought that the wig that Bruce Willis had on in that was worse than any of the disguise wigs that they had throughout the movie. That, because it was long. Dude, I couldn't believe these three characters made savages after this. Like, they didn't age well. Ugh, I hate that movie. A fun fact, like the thing that, the thing that I was complaining about uh, was the music Originally, Hans Zimmer was the only choice for composing the score to this. <laughs> of course. Okay. Um, because he and Barry Levinson were like really good friends. But however, Zimmer just finished like Hannibal and Pearl Harbor. It's like seriously? And, <laughs> and he was already set to do Black Hawk Down. Great movie. He's uh, like, I don't have time for the likes of you. But he was like, look, buddy, I know we're friends. We've been friends since we worked together on Rain Man. But I'm sorry, my plate's full. So I... I just get it back out. Okay, so yeah, that was my movie. We'll go around the room. Pass, fail. Allie, we'll start with you. Pass, fail. I'm going to pass this movie. I I love this movie. Loved it before you. Yes, I am attracted to Billy Bob Thornton, and I'm not ashamed to admit it. Um, And I'm not a huge Bruce Willis fan either, but I, I do love him in this movie. I think it's a good role for him. He's very carefree and casual, and uh, Kate Blanchett is amazing in it. And I, I just like it. I think it's fun. So you're saying I should have saved this for Alley Month. Yes, I yeah, told you it was not a good pick for Tammy Month. But I pass it. All right, Guido. Dude, I'm, I'm going to fail this movie because <laughs> I don't like it. Okay? And I don't think, I texted you this before, I don't think Kate Blanchett has a big enough back to have a hypochondriac Billy Bob and a long-haired, like, John McClane. Like, she can't carry these two big dudes. Okay, and that's how I feel. Having sex at the same time, though. I don't fucking care. It's gross. <laughs> I don't care. I don't like a movie. I mean, they could have Eiffel Towered or like the, the Eiffel bar- Towered like, use. like the the Barbarian Brothers. There's no way Billy Bob Thornton's character's doing that. I, I couldn't. Timid. It's not I, hygienic. It wasn't it's like not they were just. They didn't play to their strengths. To like, it was just uh, no thanks. And now it comes to the birthday girl. Remember, I picked this movie for you. I went through a lot of trouble to do that. I know you did. Why don't you say why you picked it for her? And yeah, then, and yeah, then you Tammy, say that. Tammy will get your vote. Well, I mean, I picked it because I thought it was it was fun and it has like great performances in it and it's like a good little con sort of thing. It just was a lighthearted thing and I didn't want to ruin my December pick by doing the holiday now. 
Oh, I love the holiday. Oh. You could have had that. Oh, oh. well. Tammy. I'll look okay. forward to it in December, I guess. Is so, that the one with Jack Black? Yes. Yeah. And Eli Wallach. Shit, dude. I can't escape that movie when it comes on. No one can. Oh, it's so good. Nancy Myers. So I I like I loved Kate Blanchett. Fabulous. I loved her character. I loved her playing this character. I liked the bank heists. I liked the you know, the setup. It's just the ending that I did not like. But that sounds like a lot more likes out it's if you do a pro con list, the pros Outweigh the cons. Are these know. weighted pros and cons? Endings can kill everything. It's, I don't agree with her. I think the ending's great. I don't like that she ended up... What do you mean? She got... She wins. out and, 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 and liking both guys. I don't agree with her there. You wanted her to pick? Very you modern. Wanted, wow. I wanted her to pick a guy. She. You can't have both. Yeah, you can. It's, yeah, you can. It's twenty twenty three. Yeah. What do you mean? Wait. What year? What, what year does it come out? Two thousand one. Yeah, you're right. Not you're right, two. Tammy. You you're, can't know. You you back either then, like you couldn't. one or you like the other. So wait, you're saying that you don't support a woman's right to choose? I <laughs> I, I don't think so, that you can like a Bruce Willis and a Billy Bob Thornton. At the same my body, time. My body. My choice. My choice. No. <laughs> like that. Those two men are so different. So, okay. All right. Say if they remade this movie um, today and they had like Emma Stone versus. Um, Michael Sarah and Chris Evans. No. <laughs> I want to see Michael Sarah as Wolverine. Wait. Who's Michael Sarah? From Superbad. Superbad and Juno. And- he's the weenie. Oh. <laughs> or, or no, no, no. I'm going to make it even okay. more. So I'm going to make it. I'm going to make her sound like she only cares about how they look. Okay. She's, she's very. No, what, what if? What if not, we? What if it was? What, what if they remade it and it was Emma Stone has to pick between Tom Hiddleston and Chris Evans. Tom Hiddleston. Or would you be okay with Emma Stone Chris having Evans, both? Are you in serious? That, in that no, regard, that those not, arms. I want to get hugged. I am saying she needs to choose one or the other. Not poor Kalo. Poor Kalo. Like, no looking for. It's a thruple. Well, that's my it's my opinion, and yes, I don't. I'm opinion. not into throuples. Okay, why were you doing docking? Like uh, one in the D, the other one in the V. Like you know. Shut the fuck. They're up. not having sex all at the same time. No, no. it's probably like that uh, that that Bill Paxton Mormon show. Where or like, it's just a polyamorous relationship. Or you know, and she's that's fine. Like she's sleeping. She's just sleeping. pass or fail it. <laughs> I don't know. I just didn't. I just didn't. The ending didn't come together for me. No, they did come together all over her face. Oh God! That's why her skin is flawless. It's all that protein. <laughs> it's so beautiful. Her skin, gorgeous porcelain. So that is my next dietary supplement. Uh, it's cummies for your face. Okay, so it's a cream for your Gross. eyes. Big cummies. Cures so you big cummies for no crow's feet. Okay. Can you translate that in French? Become the uh, cross feet eliminator. Grande, grande, splish. Come is le grand. Come is le grand. Le grand come is. Splish blanc. Oh, I love that. That's got legs. Down a glass. All right, that's good. 
So, <laughs> so are we a, are we a two pass one fail? I don't know. She on hasn't the... said it yet. Yeah. Why don't you, you are do conde- it? You are condemning Kate Blanchett for not choosing, and you, you haven't choose. You haven't picked anything either. Yeah. Exercise your right to you know vote. I feel like I need to watch it again. Shut up, girl. Come I on. don't. I don't. Th- I don't think I pass it. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't like the ending. So, all right, yep, again, that's two passes and two fails. Whatever. <laughs> I only had not two... Not mad about it at all? No, no. No? I, I only had two fails last year. I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> but who's counting? But I who's know, counting? right? Who's counting? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Tammy, quid pro quo. For my birthday month. Ooh! I have chosen this brilliant film that uh, was released in 2011 directed by Paul Feig. I swear to God, if it's Ghostbusters, I am going to throw something at you. Paul Feig. Paul Feig. Feig. Uh, Starring Kristen Wiig. Oh, Jesus, it is Ghostbusters. Maya Rudolph. Nope. Oh, thank God. Rose Byrne and Terry Crews. (laughs) You just listed the first four people on IMDb. I don't... Melissa McCarthy, John Hamm... Well, they're not listed as the top. Chris O'Dowd. Chris O'Dowd. Who was the bitch played the mean girl? Rose Byrne. Melissa McCarthy is not even in the top, like, ten. And what's the movie? (laughs) Anywho, the movie, and Kristen Wiig wrote it, and Annie Mamulo. Yeah, she plays the woman on the plane next to Kristen Wiig. Oh, that's funny. They're writing partners, yeah. So it is Bridesmaids. And where can one watch Bridesmaids? Oh, boy. You can watch it in a lot of places. So Hulu, Peacock, um, TBS, TNT, or you can rent or buy it on Prime. It's everywhere. Prime. So enjoy. All right. So we are at Quad Pro Quo Pod across Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we are part of the Deluxe Edition Network. And we are one of the featured podcasts for the month of August. Us, Quad Pro Quo, along with The Broken System. So you can learn more about us and the other amazing podcasts at deluxeeditionnetwork.com. You can submit a theme month idea on our website, via social media, or by sending us an email at quadproquopod at gmail.com. And please like, rate, review us wherever you listen to podcasts. And until next time, thank you for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.